welcome to the Duke Show. I'm your host, RJ Dupree, and this is the show about sports and whatever. You can say that with me now. The show about sports and whatever. Danny, the greatest imaginary producer in all of podcast land. He's bringing us in. Got the music cranking today. A little sport techno to bring us in today. Thank you, Danny. Yes, now turn it down. Woohoo! Thank you, buddy. Now, here we are on December 12th, somewhere in that neighborhood. December 12th, 2023. NBA's cranking, college football playoffs, NFL. A lot of good stuff going on right now. I've been dying to get some of this stuff off my chest. Itching at the crawl, trying to talk to someone, even if Danny's the only guy that'll listen to me. I want to talk about this stuff. It's one of my favorite times of the year to talk about this stuff. As you guys know, I love talking about college football playoffs. I'm very old school when it comes to college football playoffs. I want my champion to be a legit champion, not just... Someone who finds their way through some watered-down brackets, which which we, which is what we are eventually going to. But that's okay. First, we'll get to that in a minute. But first, let's talk a little NBA. Something that's been driving me crazy about the NBA. Draymond Green, he's suspended indefinitely, getting in trouble again, because that's what he does. 18 suspend, uh, eighteen ejections for Draymond now. And he gets suspended, uh, what, two or three times a year? You got to find the guy two or three times a year. And the NBA apparently loves it, just loves it. When they had the in-season tournament, they would run like this pretty cool in-season tournament commercial on TNT, ESPN, all the, com- all the channels that ran the commercial or ran the tournament, I should say, would run this awesome NBA promotional advertisement with Draymond Green pretending to be a security guard pushing the money through the back walls of the NBA as if he's some kind of ambassador to the league. Stop it! This guy's no ambassador to the league. He has a problem. He can't behave correctly. He can't be an example. He is not an ambassador to the league. Why the NBA loves this dude, I have no idea, and it drives me absolutely bonkers. You have to find the guy twice a season. You have to suspend the guy twice a season. This will be his third suspension in the last calendar year. And you love the guy. He he was already too deep when you put him on the commercial. What's wrong with you guys? These leagues are being ran by clowns in suits. That's all there is to it. You look at the NFL and how they officiate their game, clowns in suits. You look at the NBA and what they're doing, clowns in suits. Now, is the money piling up? Yeah, money's piling up. It's working. Drama and people love it. But the competition of the sport, the officiating of the sport, the rules of the sport, and promoting Draymond Green is nothing but clowns in suits. So that's what's been driving me absolutely teetotally bonkers 
this week in the NBA. And, of course, Draymond suspended indefinitely for the punch he threw at Nurchich. And uh, he will be out a while. He's going to have to... Uh, He's going to have to suck up a bit to get over this one. And who knows, the Golden State Warriors might be sick of his crap by the time he comes back. Steve Kerr, you could tell the other day in a post-conference, uh, post-game press conference that Steve Kerr was pretty much fed up with Draymond Green's crap. Although, he did call Draymond Green, quote, a hell of a player. And we need him out there. And we need his brain working functionally. Not losing control, not going nuts, not putting the worst chokehold you've ever seen on someone. We need the hell of a player, Draymond Green, out on the floor. Yeah, that chokehold was weak sauce. Anyway, moving on. Danny has given me an envelope for today's outline on the show. It's an envelope. License plate, toll, invoice, enclosed. Plate, pay. Pay your uh, turnpike bill. Thanks, Danny. Yeah, I've racked up a pretty good toll bill down here in the Dallas area. And that does not make me happy. I'm one of those anti-turnpike folks. I don't like paying these stupid bills. I don't like how we got suckered into turnpike junk. So... When my turnpike bill shows up, we use it for uh, we use it for show outlines, baby. Thank you, Danny. Uh, the notes on it are pretty much terrible, by the way. There's not many notes on there. NBA, Draymond Green, college football playoff, NFL notes, Twitter live, me, myself, and I. That's who's sponsoring today's show. Me, myself, and I. So you can go follow me at the Dupe Show on Instagram. Show Day Dupe on Twitter slash X. Show Day Dupe. That is the new. The new and improved Twitter for the Dupe Show. I have my whopping 12 followers and we rock it, baby. We talk sports. We talk little politics here and there. We talk whatever. Because it's the show about sports and whatever. Me, myself, and I. I do. I have been hitting Instagram pretty hard. Uh, the Dupe Show on Instagram. You can also find me on TikTok, The Dupe Show. We've been doing a lot of poker stuff there as I've been working with TCH Live, doing some commentating on some live poker games. Some of that stuff is getting a lot of fun. So go ahead, follow me. We'll talk, whatever. Let's do it. Also in the NBA, another cool thing to add, the Oklahoma City Thunder had to recently vote on a giant bill that would build the Oklahoma City Thunder a new arena. Now, the Saturday night before they voted, they just voted Tuesday, Saturday night before they voted, they had a sellout crowd against the Golden State Warriors at the Paycom Arena right there in Oklahoma City, and it was the best advertisement they could have. An unbelievable, unbelievable promotional event three days before the election for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Because it was a sold-out crowd. It was an unbelievable atmosphere. Chet Holmgren and the guys put on a heck of a show. SGA was on fire. And they beat the hated Golden State Warriors. And then they voted to pass the bill and build the team a new arena. Just three days later after that unbelievable 
atmosphere there at the Paycom Center. Man, I have a bit of a cold today, so I am... So I am hitting the beverages in between like every other sentence, and it's kind of driving me nuts, but that's all right. Everybody has the sniffles here lately. It is definitely that time of year. Should we go to college football playoff talk? No, 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 no. Let's go NFL notes first. So that's what we have on the NBA. Anything stand out with the NBA standings, by the way, Danny? Anything cool happening? Well, in the East, we have the Celtics, Bucks, Magic, 76ers, Pacers, Knicks, Heat, a lot of your usuals, but the Magic, what the heck are the Magic doing up there? Magic ran third place in the East, 16 and 7 right now. That's kind of hot news. Keep an eye on Paolo and the guys out in Orlando. See what the heck they're up to. Let's see what we got in the West. Timberwolves, Nuggets, Thunder, Mavericks, Kings, Lakers, Clippers, Rockets. Lakers? Why are they playing good? That stinks. Your in-tournament champion, the Los Angeles Lakers. They suck. Okay, what else we got? Timberwolves, Nuggets, Thunder and Mavericks, third and fourth. Thunder cranking at 15 and 8. They're in third. Timberwolves cranking. They beat the Mavericks last night. They are 18 and 5 and leading the Western Conference. Rockets are playing a lot better this year. They're up at 8th right now. Clippers playing a lot better. They're 7th. So it's good to see the West shaking it up a little bit. We'll see how everything plays out. But right now, the top 8 Timberwolves, Nuggets, Thunder, Mavericks, Kings, Lakers, Clippers, Rockets. Huh. Interesting. Now, I have to admit, I'm, not, I'm one of those guys that I haven't really got totally into the NBA just yet. When my TV's on, when my radio's on, it's still working a lot of football stuff. But now that college football has reached bowl season, uh, it's time to get back into the NBA a little bit. I know the drama of the NBA that is fantastic. And uh, I, I, I can get into it still. I get into the NBA. I enjoy it. But not until college football season winds down. So it's time to start picking up my interest in the NBA and uh, we'll start picking things up as now they're about a third of the way through their season. And it is showtime. Okay, what else we got here? Moving on as we go down the toll tag envelope of an outline. NFL notes. NFL notes the uh, Dolphins are my favorite team in the AFC. Uh, of course, you don't want to count out the Bills and the Chiefs. Ravens are playing awful well. They're still leading the AFC North. They are 10-3 and three now. And the Dolphins donked off that game Monday night. They had a 13-point lead with two and a half minutes, something like that, Danny. Unbelievable. They donked that game off. Two and a half minutes left. 13-point lead, and they lost to the Titans. The last place Titans. Now, I love me some Dolphins, and I love Coach Mike, but ouch. Can't be doing that, man. Especially when I'm starting to think you might be the best team in the AFC and you do something like that. So instead of being 10-3, and three, tied with the best record for the AFC, you are now 9-4. and four. The Ravens, solely in first place in the American Football Conference, while the Dolphins are now second, 9-4, donking off that game to the Titans. Chiefs still leading their division. Let's see, uh, any crazy wild card action in the AFC with just, what do we have left here? Uh, three weeks? Four weeks. We got four weeks left. Last month of the season, 
So the AFC, uh, all the playoff races will get super tight. A lot of fun. Broncos could squeak in there. Browns are definitely going to squeak in there. Uh, Texans and Colts are going to battle it out to maybe squeak in there. So a lot of things to keep an eye on in the AFC. Let's look at the NFC. Cowboys, Eagles, 49ers. Now the 49ers are so much better than everybody. We've all been talking about that. Uh, National Radar. And the Cowboys, are they for real? Well, they put it on the Eagles last week in Arlington. So that makes them legit contenders. Uh, all those wins over some peon teams have added up, and the Cowboys have gained momentum and put it on the Eagles, and they are indeed legit. Now, the Lions, their four losses have been excruciating. They stunk it up last week. I, I, can't, I can't go all in on the Lions. I can't make a bet on the Lions. They're 9-4, still leading the NFC North, but I do not like what I've seen from the Lions. I've not liked what I've seen for the past month. They donked off that game before Thanksgiving, and then they just absolutely puked down their leg on Thanksgiving and got destroyed by the 6-7 and seven Packers. And uh, they keep doing it. They keep dropping games they're not supposed to drop. Last week got thumped by the Bears. Good way to uh, not gain confidence here with a month to go down the stretch. So we'll keep an eye on that in NFC uh, action. College football playoffs. Let's talk college football playoff committee. It's been a week since the committee absolutely puked down their leg, took the easy way out, took the corrupt way out. Hopefully they line their pockets with some fat Benjamins on that because they put in the college football playoff undefeated Big Ten champion Michigan, undefeated Pac-12 champion Washington, and then the Texas Longhorns and the Alabama Crimson Tide. The one loss Longhorns and the one loss SEC champion Alabama Crimson Tide. Now all these people want to tell me that it's the committee's job to get the best four teams in the college football playoff. It's the committee's job to get the best four. Well, they didn't do that. They didn't do it. So anybody that comes to me with that stupid argument, I just automatically want to grab my favorite little stuffed red clown nose, and put it on your face. Because they didn't put the best four teams in the country in the playoff. They didn't do it. Didn't come close. Georgia will still be favored over every team in the country. They are probably the best team in the country, easily one of the top four. They are not in the playoff. Ohio State Buckeyes would be favored over every team in the country not named Georgia or Michigan. They are probably one of your top four best teams in the country and they are not in the playoff. So, do not give me this crap. Do not come to me. You are an absolute clown show if you want to say it's their job to put the best four teams in the playoff and they did it right. Now, leaving an undefeated Power 5 conference champ out of this playoff is not only blasphemy, it's an absolute embarrassment to humanity. It's an embarrassment to humanity that this committee did it. And it's an embarrassment to humanity that public opinion loves it. We're okay with it. Why are we as a people okay with losers surpassing an undefeated Power 5 champion? 
I have no idea. It's watered down participation trophy mentality at its finest. That's all it is. Undefeated Power 5 champion out of the playoff with two one-loss teams in the playoff. Unbelievable! Now, Florida State played a lot of ranked opponents during the season. In fact, if you count the amount of games they played a ranked opponent that was ranked at the time of the game, they led the country. A lot of those teams are no longer ranked. Sure, that could be an excuse to keeping Florida State out. That would hurt their resume if you want to come up with excuses. Sure, their quarterback got hurt. That could hurt their resume if you want to come up with an excuse. Now, anything you come up with to keep Florida State out of the playoff is nothing but an excuse. I hope that people can understand that. It's an excuse. And a public opinion junk excuse. Yeah, their quarterback's hurt. Yeah, they had to use their backup quarterback the last couple of games. Including a win over the 12th ranked team in the country in the ACC championship. With a backup quarterback. That could be a star in their cap. A feather in their hat. A Buckeye sticker on the back of their helmet. It could be that. It could be a compliment, but no, that doesn't fit public opinion agenda, does it? That doesn't fit the watered-down participation trophy BS jargon mentality that we have now as a people. And it drives me absolutely bonkers. Now... I didn't trust this whole committee thing when it first started many moons ago. But I thought the committee have done a very good job getting the, the proper four teams into the playoff. You can call it the best four teams. You can call it the most deserving four teams. This year they did neither. But I like to call it the proper, right? Proper four teams. They've done a pretty good job. I've only disagreed with the committee Twice, ever. And this is the second time. The first time, they hosed TCU and put in a one-loss Ohio State Buckeyes team many moons ago when the Ohio State Buckeyes lost a home game to the unranked Virginia Tech Hokies that year. Undefeated TCU didn't get in. Or excuse me, one loss TCU didn't get in. Their only loss was to the third-ranked team in the country, Baylor. Baylor went and dunked off a game at West Virginia that year that they should have won. So TCU and Baylor didn't feel sorry for him because they lost the game. But when it came to strength of loss, which should be a crucial category when it comes to this discussion, losing at the fourth-ranked team in the country is a much better loss than losing at home to an unranked team. Ohio State got the shake that year. Because the Big 12 didn't have a natural champion. Which these championship games of the conference really just screw things up. Look at this year, for instance. Before, the, before these conference championships, you could have had a perfect Final Four in the tournament. In the championship brackets. 
Would have been Georgia, Florida State, Michigan, Washington. Lights out the end. Who needs a championship game? Just to screw things up. Just to make a bunch of money on TV. I get it. We're never getting rid of those. But you can, uh, you can have a more rightful champion without that stupid game. You really can. So the college football playoff committee. This is only the second time I've actually disagreed with them. But this one is just junk. It's corrupt. It's awful. How you do what they've done, I have no idea. It's brutal. Brutal mentality. I hate it. I didn't trust this committee as far as I could throw them when we first come up with this idea because of something like this. They're going to take competition out of the game for the sake of public opinion and possibly corruption, and that's exactly what has happened. And I heard Danny Canal talk about how this was the, this was really just the easiest way to do it, the path of least resistance. No, no, not, not at all. How, an undefeated Power 5 champion out over a one-loss team? Th- those teams are not tied. Power 5 undefeated champion is the cream of the crop. That is the criteria. They're not tied with any one-loss champion. Okay? That is the path of least resistance. So if you look at this, what I would have done as a committee, you put the three undefeated Power 5 champions in because that is cream de la crop. That is the criteria. Boom, you got three teams in. Washington, Michigan, Florida State. Now, you look at the last spot, and it's a battle between Alabama and Texas. Wow, they played each other. Holy cow, this couldn't get easier. This could have been the easiest selection ever for the committee. They played each other, and the whole team happened to lose. Boom. The end. Texas beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Texas is in. There's your four. There's the proper four. Is it the best four? Probably not. Is it the most deserving four? You could argue all you wanted. But that is the proper four. It's a championship, folks. It's not a public agenda, public opinion, public opinion agenda-based bracket. It's a championship. But we've lost the definition of a championship. There's a lot of words we've lost the definition to here lately. Championship, champion, is one of them. That's my spill on that. What else you got, Danny? Twitter Live. Twitter Live, we started a segment last week where we just kind of read through Twitter. What has Duke been saying on Twitter? Because usually... It is some unbelievable, high-quality entertainment, folks. So, check it out. Show D-E-D-O-O-P. That's show day dupe. I should have went show of dupe because show day dupe, you know, with the Latin persuasion, just is too difficult to understand for most people. But, yeah, show day dupe. Hit it up. You can do it. I know you can Let's see, as we look down show day, Dupe, yes, because there isn't any football stadiums in Southern California or Boston or Arizona. That is in reference to all these bowl games that are being played in football stadiums. So annoyingly stupid. 
They score a touchdown and run into the outfield wall. Yeah, that's great. What a great idea we got. You know, because we couldn't lease a football stadium. Unbelievable. Uh, so, yeah, I get a little fired up talking over that. And my good friend Rob Willie likes to get me fired up on Twitter over that every year. It's an annual tweet. We have to share it. And, uh, yes, dumb and dumber every year. Uh, let's see. Can't get napkins at Popeye's. Can't make this stuff up, folks. Yep, that's true. That happened to me the other day. Ordered some food there. Wouldn't give me any napkins. We're out of napkins. We don't have napkins. But we have a wet nap. Oh, thanks, buddy. That'll do it. Hey, y'all, go check this highlight package out. I'm rocking the play-by-play. Smash like. Yes, there's an awesome highlight package on TCH Live where you can find out, where you can find yours truly doing the play-by-play of some cool poker hands. So, yes, you want to go check that out. I guess offsides is just another word that public opinion has lost the definition of. (laughs) In reference to the Chiefs, Kadarius Tony lining up two feet offsides. Screwing up what would have been a game winner. And uh, the world comes up with the idea that was he really offsides? Should the rest have warned him? I mean, there's only like two minutes left in the game. And like uh, another warning would be fine. He's only two feet offsides. But is he really offsides? He's offsides, people! The flag came out immediately. What are you doing? What, what kind of world are we living in? Where what, is he really offsides? Like, I mean, he's only lined up two feet past the ball. Come on. Offsides. Another word that public opinion has lost the definition of. Oh, dear. What else can we get into? A Kyle Pitts sighting. Man, if Atlanta ever remembers who their first round picks are, they could get interesting. <laughs> How true that tweet is. Another brilliant one from Show Day Dupe. So true! Who the heck does the scouting for the Atlanta Falcons? Y'all are killing me, man. Y'all got first-round talent all over the field, and you never get them the ball. Kyle Pitts, B. John Robinson. I mean, why do we draft these guys in the top, like, 10? If we're not going to use them? Like, like, what are you doing out there? So annoying. I bet you don't see any NIL transfers from Army to Navy. Ha, ha, ha. I like the onions. The layers of that onion is unbelievable. I bet you don't see any NIL transfers from Army to Navy. I'll just let that one soak in for you. Undefeated in a Power 5 is the criteria. They are not tied with any one lost team. Anything else is just an excuse. A beautiful tweet, if I must say so myself. Oh, how watered down will the 12-team format be? Well, if you look at this year's 12 teams, teams like... Oklahoma, Missouri, and Ole Miss would all be in a national championship tournament. Those are in your top 12, folks. Do those teams deserve a shot at the national title? Absolutely not. <laughs> no way, Jose. But I do have to... I stand corrected. When I say Oklahoma, Missouri, and Ole Miss, Oklahoma would actually not be in a 12-team bracket because they would be bumped for the undefeated Liberty team. That played absolutely zero ranked opponents this year. Zero. That's hard to do. Congratulations to Liberty for going undefeated. You played zero ranked opponents. Impressive. Very impressive. The uh, SMU Mustang, by the way, they they uh, are a little cranky about Liberty getting that top-notch spot for the non-Power 5 schools as the SMU won their conference 
And they only had two losses, and one of those was to a uh, top 12 ranked team, Oklahoma Sooners. That's a pretty impressive year. By the way, I was at that game when SMU played OU, and I was very, very impressed. I think I mentioned that on the Dupe Show. I was very impressed with the SMU. They could play some football. By golly, they have a two-loss season, win a conference championship, and they're going to play Boston College in a bowl game. I love bowl season, by the way. You're talking to a guy, by the way, Danny, you are talking to a guy that once rescheduled a hip surgery for December 12th. Just so I could sit at home during bowl season. I watched every one of them that year, baby. It was fantastic. Bowl season helped me get through my therapy on my, uh, after my hip surgery. It was amazing. It was fantastic. I loved it. That's enough tweets for today. Twitter Live. Well, that's what we'll call that segment. Twitter Live. Fantastic as usual. So make sure you go check out those social media. Smash like. On this episode of The Dupe Show, make sure you're smashing like on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever. We're trying to get all that stuff rolling. So smash like for me. Get The Dupe Show rocking. We can do another Dupe Show, hopefully, next week. I've been super crazy busy in the poker realm, but but we got it rocking, guys. We got it rocking. Danny's bringing it back. He's playing some music. We have been blabbering here for 29 minutes and 40 Four seconds. That is plenty for this episode of The Dupe Show. I'm RJ Dupree. This has been The Dupe Show. He is the greatest imaginary producer in all of podcast land. Danny, we are out of here.